1: What's up, you guys? Welcome to the March 7th edition of the Rotor World Fantasy Basketball Podcast. I'm Mike Gallagher getting ready to go down the home stretch, do a little Wednesday preview, a little Tuesday recap, and we'll have Ryan out a little bit later to talk some post-break specialists looking to do the recap and previews. Tommy Beer, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? How are things? Pretty good, man. Just, uh, same old, same old. Enjoying a nice even number of games this week. No, like, crazy 11-game nights and like eights and sevens and fives, kind of nice.
0: Yeah, only uh, only five on Saturday, too, which is a, a light load for... for Super, for yeah, Saturday. I'm really pumped for that.
1: Yep. Um, so let's just get down to it. We had kind of uh, a new news information that we had, have never had to really analyze before, and that's the NBA saying to the Bulls, like, oh, no, you're tanking too hard. You can't rest Justin Holliday and Robin Lopez like you've been doing. They're healthy. Why are you sitting them down? Uh, we saw the Suns did this last year with Eric Bledsoe and Tyson Chandler, but the NBA is not having it this year. So, uh, fantasy-wise, like this obviously affects David Nwaba, obviously Holiday, Lopez, Felicio, if you've been using him, Valentine, even Levine to a certain extent, even Chris Dunn slightly, Cameron Payne as well with Grant. Like, I think the big takeaway is that this is going to be a mess. <laughs> um, what do you think about like fantasy values shifting on this one?
0: Agreed. Yeah, I think it's just kind of a messy stay away situation. Um, Obviously, I think we'll have a better feel once we get a a game or two, you know, uh, of experience and see exactly how Hoiberg kind of chooses to deploy the troops, Um, you know, because it is kind of an unprecedented step. Um, you know, with Lopez, he started the first 57 games prior to the break and hasn't played a second since. Um, so does he go back to 25 minutes? I would doubt that he goes anywhere, you know, approaching the 27 minutes he was playing prior to the All-Star game. Um, you know, does he start and play, you know, 15 minutes a night? Um, I definitely would steer clear for the time being until the situation plays itself out. But, yeah, I think the takeaway is some of those guys that did have value, like the um, you know they kind of they kind of um, you know broke through after the break. Um, it's difficult to see those guys matching their production. Um, you know we, having to divvy up the minutes with more with more players. Are they going to do like a
1: Kings approach? I think I think that makes the most sense. but they kind of sit different guys on different nights. I think that would that, probably make the most sense.
0: That would be favorable from a fantasy perspective because then you at least know night in night out. You know exactly who's going to play and you know et cetera. But um, you know we'll see. I, you know they could just go you know play you know. Each guy twelve minutes and fourth, you know, I don't know.
1: I guess we'll see. Yeah, we're pretty much on like red alert. So if, if you have Nawaba and like say you're in a shallow league and somebody is a hot pickup, like I'm, I mean, it, it's gonna be annoying. Like if they're gonna play him, like that means Nawaba's not gonna get the thirty-two minutes a game or whatever. Like he's kind of been doing. Yeah. But um, yeah, and obviously you're, you weren't really trusting Felicio either way. I think yeah. Portis is still fine. Um, you're not really trusting Cameron Payne. Chris Dunn's still fine.
0: Levine's gonna be fine. marketing's gonna be fine. So. Agreed. I think Portis is the one guy that you know you may have had high hopes for, um, and I still think there's obviously reason for him to to be optimistic, but um, just a little bit more clouded right now. Yeah. All right,
1: so let's we'll just go over the Wednesday injuries for DFS people just to kind of set you up. Uh, Derek Favors is going to be questionable again. Uh, we saw Jarebko start, but he's not really a guy who's reliable. It's kind of Jake Crowder who benefits there. Um, and Trevor Booker revenge game uh, against Utah expected to play 10 minutes Darren Collison's still out do you have any sort of things you're watching for the Jazz with if if Favors can't play
0: yeah, I think you mentioned Crowder. You know, he's been a huge disappointment this whole season. Um, you know, maybe he can string together some good games if Favors misses. Uh, you know, more than a couple contests, he might be be worth a look. Um, but but other than that, nothing too nothing to to get overly excited about.
1: Yeah, uh, Royce O'Neal's minutes were down a little bit, but uh, Crowder played 28 in the last game, so probably looking similar. I think I think Crowder could have a nice little DFS spot. Um, right. kind of kind of been cold, but the minutes have been there, and that lineup's been great. Um, that lineup with basically him at power forward and the other four starters for Favors has been one of the best lineups since 2018, um, which is funny because Crowder is also in one of the worst lineup combinations uh, with has <laughs> So um, moving just a couple other injuries, we saw the Raptors play last night. DeJuan Wright stubbed his toe, not serious. OG Ananobi's out, so Fred VanVleet looks good. Uh, even Pascal Siakam, I would think, benefits there. So uh, and then also the Pistons are banged up too. It sounds like uh, Luke Kennard's gonna play, but Stanley Johnson, this back thing won't go away. He didn't shoot around. That speaking of bad lineups, the Pistons' starting five has been horrible. Been one of the worst worst lineups in the NBA, really. So uh, I guess they're gonna stick with it with Ennis there, although it hasn't been working.
0: Yeah, you, you'd think so. I, I mean, there's there's limited options there. You know, you would think that uh, Van Gundy's gonna try to do something, but. At this stage of the game, they're almost so far behind the heat for the eighth seed that it's, I mean, it's looking like a lost cause. That trade is looking not as good um, as, as some might have sus- suspected uh, initially. Um, you know, you have to wonder if Van Gundy's on the hot seat out there. Um, but, yeah, the Pistons have looked terrible, um, and it, it's hard to envision them improving dramatically going forward.
1: Do you think they may strip him, like the way they strip Doc, um, take the old president of basketball I, operations kind of title
0: I would think so, you know, as kind of the intermediary step instead of, you know, throwing the baby out with the bathwater, maybe keeping his coat and have somebody else come in and, and try to pick the players and kind of re, reshuffle the roster. But the thing is with the move he's made, you know, the, the amount of money he's tied up going forward, um, it's going to be difficult to, to, to make too many, you know, wholesale changes there.
1: Yeah, kind of, the kind of roster is they've got their money on their guys with Reggie Jackson, yep. Drummond and Blake now. with yeah, yeah. Blake is going to be so painful the last couple of years of that. Absolutely. Um, So the the Grizzlies, they are down to their fifth and sixth point guards now. Um, No Reek, no Chalmers, no Harrison, and no Conley. Uh, Both Harrison and Chalmers are out pretty much for the week. Obviously, Reek is probably even longer. um, That's a guess. And then Conley's out for the season. Kobe Simmons time? I mean, what what do you... (laughs)
0: I think the Grizzlies are doing it right. What you have as a guy like Tyreek Evans get, what would look like to be a minor injury. He essentially said, it's nothing, I'll be back. And then, you know, this at least gives you the excuse to pretend that the guy's really hurt and that you can keep him sidelined. So um, the Grizzlies who have um, more – 14 consecutive losses, more losses than the Rockets have the entire season um, is uh, – yeah, they're they're just a hot mess. I wrote a little bit about Jermichael Green today, um, six straight double-doubles. Um, longest streak by a Grizzly since Zach Randolph. Um, I think he's really the only guy you can trust, uh, you know, short term, long term, going forward. Obviously, you, you insert the soul when he plays, but who knows how often that's going to be. I assume they're going to rest him as, as often as possible. Um, if he so much as stubs his toe or, or hurts his pinky finger, they're going to keep him out. Um, and uh, I think Jermichael Green is. Um, You know, one of those guys that still might be floating around some waiver wires out there. Um, And if he is, go scoop him up because this guy is going to have the potential to um, lead the team in minutes, um, should lead the team in rebounds on a nightly basis. Um, They just have no other options. Um, you mentioned Kobe Simmons might be the starting point guard. um, they're gonna look for green to get touches early and often. his usage rate should be higher than expected. so um he's a guy that, that could be a sort of a you know an under the radar difference maker over the last five weeks this season. yeah,
1: big usage rate, big minutes too that looking good. He's a kind of a stat filler, he shoots the three now yep um at like it's tough at like we don't trust dylan brooks we, we obviously don't trust Chandler Parsons can't trust Deonte Davis and Rab now that they're both healthy ish. Uh, Mike Henry had a pretty good game the last time out Wayne Seldon still has his minutes limit So that should be up But I'm interested to see what Selden does Because uh, the Grizzlies, they have uh, Kind of a friendly schedule coming up They have um, today And then they're off Thursday And they have a Friday-Saturday back-to-back So they're playing three games the next four nights So that's pretty valuable Like If you're streaming, I definitely think adding Simmons To play three games And then cutting him on Friday
0: or Saturday um, for a
1: Sunday game It kind of seems like a smart move to do
0: True, true, yeah, definitely in, in, in the weekly leagues If you want to, you know, need to make a push To make the playoffs, something, something along those lines It's definitely something yeah, you want to look yeah, at It's going to be real tough uh, Every every night,
1: it's pretty much Grizzlies' is value town For DFS yep. uh, Rockets, kind of the same thing Joe Johnson's good uh, Ryan Anderson's still out, kind of is what it is We'll talk about them in a second And then the Kings also have Scowl, questionable The knee injury, and then still no Willie Cauley-Stein so that's a late start. We probably won't find out. You know the Kings. We won't find out until probably literally <laughs> right at Yes. Um, as yep. they go up against the, the New Orleans Anthony Davises, uh, which is what I want to start with for the recap. So it looked like Anthony Davis like had a punctured lung or something. He was in bad shape, got hit in the ribs, went to the locker room. TNT shot him just sitting there in agonizing pain. But he returned and went ham. Uh, 31 in the second half. Finished with 41, 13, three blocks, three steals, two dimes, four threes. One was like a ridiculous step back three. I mean, I don't even know what to do with this guy anymore, man. He's just ridiculous.
0: Yeah, just running out of you know descriptive adjectives. Um, when he's healthy, um, you know, he's the he can make a case. He's the you know second, third best player on the planet. I mean, there's there's literally nothing he can't do. Um, defensively, offensively, he's a nightmare matchup. Knocked down the three, taking the post, great turnaround, um, you know, t- terrific touch. Uh, yeah, I, I, if you, if you, if you listen to this podcast, you're watching hoops. You know that this dude is the, is the truth. It's, you know, whether they be able to keep him long term in, in New Orleans is a question. But, um, you know, as of right now, nine straight wins. Who would have thought when, when, when Boogie went down? Um, you know, that they'd be, you know, in the top half of the, the Western Conference playoffs on, on March 7th. Um, so I mean, maybe, but... yeah, speaks to, <laughs> it might speak to a little bit to, to Cousins' value to the team. You know, it's, you know he's obviously rooting for his, for his teammates, but um, might hurt his value, you know, in the offseason. So one of those things to keep an eye on.
1: It, it's just crazy how much, like, I wrote about AD last year, I'm sorry, last week, about how like, valuable he is for fantasy. So over, uh, I think it was a six-game stretch when he was just nuclear every night. His value, like if you look at Basketball Monster, his value was literally more than twice the number two player. That's a, that's that's on <laughs> unma- Yeah, and like as a matter of fact, I, I went. Up, I'm in a big matchup in one of my leagues, and the guy has Davis, and then a bunch of guys were garbage. He had Whiteside flop, Gary Harris flop, Trey Burke, Cunningham, Bazemore, Kemba Walker had his worst game of the season. I was like,
0: "Oh, nice! I'm gonna have a good night." And Davis, <laughs> so yeah. I have Davis in just one league. It's in that charity stripe league, um, and it's one of those things where I've already, you know, essentially qualified for the postseason. So it's almost like. Take it easy, Ad. Save some of that for the playoffs. You know, like don't don't use up all these monster nights. You know, just just stay healthy and yeah, get, let the playoffs get here and then start doing that because if you have him for a week, it's really hard. It's difficult to lose. You know, five out of the, the nine categories because he's he's going to carry you in a bunch of them. Yeah,
1: if you have a if you have a four game which he has four games this week, yes. like you have such a leg up. It's just yeah. insane. Um, the other kind of big story yesterday was Drew Holiday. Seventeen dimes. Ten of them went to Anthony Davis. So pr- credit to him, but again, yeah. he's having such a huge year.
0: I, I wrote about Davis um, in my column today, and like obviously, Davis gets a ton of credit. But you know, Holiday's been a monster since Davis went down, specifically over the nine game, um, uh, the nine game streak that the the the, uh, the Hornets are. Um, uh, that New Orleans, Pelicans' Kerr, yeah, Pelicans, <laughs> winning streak. Um, they're a, he's averaging twenty five point one points, eight point six assists, four point eight rebounds, one point four threes, shooting over fifty two percent from the floor and forty three percent from downtown. I mean, guy's been monster over the past month. There are only four players averaging more than twenty three points and seven assists. It's LeBron, Westbrook, Harden, and Drew Holiday. So um, he's been a he's been a beast.
1: And Holiday's shooting much much better than Westbrook is, and his turnovers yep. are a lot better too. Yep. So yeah, he's just he's been such a difference maker. Um nothing else really to talk about there. Okafor had a pretty decent game if you streamed him. Um he plays again today. Keep an eye on that back to back though. Uh Clippers kinda is what it is. Montres Harrow, we talked about him over the weekend. Huge game again. He's just been so so good off the bench. He's like what Matt Strope said. He's what we were hoping Bobon would be. Yeah. <laughs> just off yep. the bench and just crushing per minute. So well, uh, anything else? I mean, kind of is what it is. We're just playing big minutes. Tobias has been awesome. Yeah, we're good. We we'll move on. Uh, I mentioned Kemba having a bad game. Robert Covington was great on both ends. Uh, finally, hit shots, filled the stat sheet, two blocks, two steals, five threes, good shooting, seven of eleven, three of three from the line. Like, is Roku going to be able to string games together? Or just kind of, you take the good, good
0: with the bad. I think you got to just ride it out. There's going to be, you know, he's a he's a peak and valley guy. Um, you know, you just got to hope that, uh, you know, he hits on the on the right nights. Um, but yeah, I think it's probably unrealistic to expect him to be, you know, terribly consistent. Yeah, but
1: he does the other stuff. Like he he fills so many categories besides shooting. Yep. Um, Hornets wise, I mean, we saw a little bit of Malik Monk because of no Michael Carter Williams. Um, Michael Kidd-Gilchrist got ejected, which saw which we saw more Treveon Graham. Uh, I mean, it kind of is what it is. But now the Hornets, we talked about this, man. They're losing games now. Like, like, I i think I would start to be concerned about Kemba getting rest and back-to-back now.
0: I think it's definitely something to, to, to worthy of keeping an eye on. Um, you know, uh, the, the Hornets, you know, losing a couple games is not going to make a big difference. You know, it's not like they need to the tank because the, the difference between the 13 pick and the 12th and pick is not significant. Although, that being said... Kemble, um Malik Monk, three of ten from the field last night. One of six from three. You think they regret taking him over Donovan Mitchell? Oh my a little
1: god, bit? so bad. I mean, I mean can... that's that's a tough, that's a tough one. Same, same kind of position. They're both kind same of same like high...
0: kind of player. You know, the hybrid point guard, shooting guard. Um, you know, and just it's every, you know it's just a night and day between the, the value of those two players right
1: now. Yeah. So just looking at the schedule, they have a back to back on the twenty first and the twenty second. And then another one on the 31st and the first, and that's it. So like, uh, yeah, <laughs> I think he would probably sit one of, at, at least at Washington on March 31st. Like, probably seems changed. like a sit
0: game. So. Batum, Batum's another candidate to to, to take yeah. an idol. But still, I mean
1: that that would that would drop him from a four-game week to a three-game week. So it's not like a death blow. And then right. that 22nd. Um, same thing, so he would go from a three-game week to a four-game week, so it's still a guy you're going to play, but uh, hopefully don't drop his minutes, but he's been, up until last night, he's been really good. I um, guess we're good to move on from that. Anything you want to add from that game?
0: Nah, no, I think that's it.
1: Uh, Hawks and Raptors, again, kind of it is what it is. Um, yeah, I, I mean, deadman has been really good. Um, he's kind of gone like three or four games strong. I definitely think he's worth owning. Great stat yep. stuff for obviously using Collins, obviously using Prince. Baysmore's gonna get rested, but he's been pretty solid when he plays. Yep. Good. Uh, yeah, it's kind of that. Kind of is what it is there too. Yep. And
0: Raptors, uh, CJ Miles draining threes. My boy Malcolm Miller, Holy Cross graduate, the first Holy Cross alum to start a game since Tommy Heinsohn. Yes. So, oh, nice. uh, yes. So uh, he's representing my my seders. Um, obviously, don't consider him in fantasy. But uh, shout out to Malcolm Millen. Yeah,
1: Poor Norman Powell, man. Yeah, he's like that great. deal was so good over the summer, and here we are. He's like out of the rotation, even when they yeah.
0: needed him. But a uh, poor, more Norman Powell, one respect. But if he didn't sign that deal, he you know he would have lost forty million dollars. You know, yeah, like he would because he would his his value is and end it with the shrinking you know salary the, the flattening salary cap. He would have a tough time making ten million this if, if he was a free agent. So. Yeah pretty bad. Uh, Miami and Washington,
1: this is probably one of the better games of the night. Uh, went to OT. We saw down minute for Whiteside. It's going to happen, man. They're going to have bad games. They went small a lot. Uh, we saw a lot of Kelly Linnick, of course. Um, yeah, you know I had a good week this week? Justice Winslow had a pretty Winslow. good week. Yeah, he um, did. I str- I've been streaming him for a couple days, and four straight, you're pretty satisfied. So, um, what they play they're off today and then they play again they have like another couple games coming up where they could be useful um, yeah they play tomorrow and then they play Saturday so a couple more games and then Monday they alternate for the next three or four
0: days he's been playing a ton of minutes you know yeah. what's, what's... I guess when Ellington comes back, it might monkey wrench it a little bit. but
1: Yeah, I mean, is it though? I because mean, they don't really need the bench scoring because now that Wade's there. Like, I, I'm kind of worried about Ellington coming back and picking up where he left off.
0: True, true. Yeah, it's a
1: valid point. He would probably eat into Magruder's minutes and just slot in right there in,
0: in, like, low 20s. But right. I mean, Winslow wouldn't
1: play, like, 38 like he did last night, though.
0: Right. But even Johnson played 38 minutes, so, you know, Ellington could take some of his minutes, too. Yep, yep. Well,
1: but yeah, a lot of, um, obviously, you're cutting Bam. I still don't trust Linux all the way. He hasn't really played well either. Yeah,
0: he struggled. Whiteside's
1: still frustrating to own. And And James Johnson, too. Another 14-minute game. He's been so annoying to own. Like, I'm definitely down. Yeah, yeah. Definitely down to drop him if you want to. Yep. Uh, Washington, Otto Porter got dinged up. Didn't practice today. Sounds like he's feeling better, so it's probably a day-to-day thing. Maybe he misses one game. Not going to miss much more than that. Obviously, the takeaway would be add Ubre, play Ubre and DFS. Um, and then Jody Meeks would also benefit a little bit. Probably see a little more Jason Smith. Um, more shots. Sadoransky, another good game from him. Beal was awesome. 30 points.
0: Be- to- Beal's, Beal's been awesome, but the one thing, he played 43 minutes last night. Um, over the last uh, 12 games, he's at 39.4 minutes leading the league. He's got those stress fractures. That's just, you know, almost playing with fire a little bit for the Wizards. Um, you don't know, have to worry about that from a fantasy perspective. Hopefully, um, you know, not not this season, but, you know, long-term or, you know, later this season into the playoffs, you have to wonder if that, uh, you know, wears wears down a little bit. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, also, Mike Scott will benefit too if Otto's out. Um, yeah. They, they like to slot him in at the four, and they can play more to the five as well. So, um i'll I'll leave a couple games for ryan here we'll uh we'll let ryan come on ryan has been on in a while so um yeah we'll just we'll we'll swap it out here sounds good all right man thanks for for having me all right later okay so moving on here we're gonna do a little bit of finish up this tuesday recap and also break down some specialist numbers with ryan knass what's up man
2: uh, how's it going, Mike? Gearing up for fantasy playoffs, as I'm sure you are. Yeah, I got a big matchup in a couple of leagues, and
1: yeah, pretty pretty pumped for playoff positioning. Definitely want yep. to have the top seed in one of my leagues, and then the other one I'm kind of fighting between third and fourth.
2: Yeah, we're uh, I'm co-managing a lead with Jared, and we're fighting for a bye week, but it's a real tight three-team race, and only the top two get one, so yeah. we're... Debating whether to cut Darren Collison. And I know we, we should have dumped Gallinari at the beginning of the week. I think we're going to make that move. Um, but, yeah, I love this this but, time of year. No, Gallo never again or what? I mean, he was already on my never again list. <laughs> yeah. uh, he just kind of fell to us because he had just come back from injury and started putting up top 50 values. So we figured what the heck. Yeah. But, yeah, I can't stand that guy. Yeah,
1: and um, he's. <sighs> I, I, I could I don't know when I would have had to pounce, but it it would have been so late. Yeah. But he he's just he's he's he can't get any better too now that he's
2: getting older. Yeah, and this is um this kind of feeds into my topic this week because at this stage of the season I tend to be pretty impatient. Like if Gallo's he's not even being re reevaluated for another ten days, forget it. I'm not interested. Um but that's kind of the thing, like I'm if there's a hot hand right now i'm going for it so in my column this week i'm looking at very small sample size just what what people have done since the all-star break uh if someone's surging and red hot and getting a lot of minutes that's fine i don't care if they have a proven track record all year i'll plug them into my lineup i'll stream them i'll hope that they could keep it going rest of the season whatever it might be um so yeah my column is just looking at post post break production and Um, Trying to pick out outliers Guys who might help you You know, If you're losing in blocks one week uh, I keep coming back to Jakob Pertl He's he's been really impressive And I know anyone listening to this in the points league Might not be as on board But dude's averaging 2.7 blocks uh, Since the break In I think 6 games You know, over 5 boards 1.2 steals Doesn't hurt you in percentages In fact, he's very helpful for field goal percentage Doesn't hurt you from the line Um, so just a lot to like there. And yeah, you play mostly in Roto, right? Do you find yourself looking for, for specialists to try to win weekly matchups? Yeah.
1: Um, I always like, you always want to find specialists and then try to find like there's Friday, Saturday, back to back Saturday, Sunday, back to backs. That's when it's really important if you could double dip on your games to keep your game count low and all that. Um, those are really important factors.
2: Yeah, like I, I scooped up a bunch of Raptors in leagues recently because they had four games, four games, four games. I th- It might have been four weeks in a row. Um, but it turned out this week a lot of them weren't quality games. They were on Wednesday, Friday, and then I think Sunday, all of which are very busy. Um, so you end up, you know, if you picked up a guy like Fred Van Vliet or Pascal Siakam, they might just end up riding your bench for three of those games anyway. So. Quality games, although it's not as important now because the league has done a pretty good job of balancing the schedule this year. I was year. just going to say that. I was yeah, actually
1: going to write up – I, I usually write up a column about that, but I stopped doing it last year. I would track who, who plays Tuesdays, Thursdays. Yeah. But like it's, it's not really worth it as much because there aren't as many of those 11, 10, 13-game right. nights anymore.
2: Yeah, no, you're, it's it's absolutely true. But I I do think there's a a place for that to have that old school mentality of how can I just squeeze another game out of this uh, out of this week because games played is are all important. Yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, so check out my column. There's plenty of specialists if you're looking for assists, um, steals. I mean, you got a guy like Mo Harkless stealing the ball 2.3 times per game since the break. Uh, three pointers. C.J. Miles is getting you three a game. Terry Rogier, two and a half. Uh, Reggie Bullock has been surprisingly good, 2.3. And I'll also just generally, um, as a natural outcome of this analysis, I kind of end up looking at which are the hardest stats to find at the low end. And, for instance, scoring. If you're getting blown out in points, you're not going to make it up by going to the waiver wire. I'll tell you that right now. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, there's a lot to, lot to go over, so check out that column. So I looked up the
1: schedule um, to
2: see kind of when it's heavy. Um,
1: so we have a big Saturday coming up, and then there's another Friday next week that has 10 games. But besides those two, it's pretty even. Um, like there, there's only, let's see, um, after Friday, I'm sorry, yeah, Friday, it's not Saturday. So there's this Friday, and then next week again, and then Thursday. There's only like seven or eight more days that are really heavy. Um, the Tuesday after the NCAA final, when there's no games that day, there's 13 games, and there's also um, another a big week. There's like three or four really busy days, so it's yeah. still there.
2: 13 game Tuesday, you said?
1: Yeah, because the NBA wow. is off on right. Monday. So yeah, yeah you yeah. and I will probably be helping out that day. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's move on. I did want to talk about the rest of the Tuesday action. Um, I guess kind of the big story besides Anthony Davis, as far as like rotation news goes. That's the Nuggets. They sat Jokic and Jamal Murray in the fourth. Um, Mike Malone back at it, saying the usual, if you don't play hard, I'm not going to play you. And bad loss, man. I mean, you can't lose to Dallas when you're in the hunt for the playoffs. So, I mean, we talked before we hopped on. Jokic's numbers are way down since Millsap returned. Are we concerned about Jokic at all?
2: Uh, That's tough. Honestly, not super concerned, but I, I initially sort of dismissed concerns when Millsap was coming back. I In my chat, I told one owner, you know, don't worry about it. They, they both share the ball. Uh, Jokic doesn't need huge usage in order to get his numbers, which is true. But yeah, it's been a dramatic drop off. Three straight games with single digit scoring. Um, he hasn't t- attempted more than nine shots in any of the past four games. So trending down at exactly the wrong time. So, I'm, yeah, I'm a little bit concerned. Um, the Millsap, you know, obviously having an impact as they try to adjust to him in the starting lineup. But in terms of last night's benching, that doesn't worry, worry me too much. I think the starters came out flat after halftime. Negative um, 14 in the first, I think, seven and a half minutes of the third quarter. And Malone just sent a message. Benched almost all of his starters the rest of the way. Uh, Jamal Murray didn't play after getting pulled. Uh, Jokic didn't play after getting pulled. Chandler, even Millsap, Gary Harris barely got back in the game. So that's not going to be a trend. So.
0: Yeah,
1: DSJ got hot. DSJ took Murray to school, had a couple really nice drives. Um, DSJ had, uh, matched his career high 11 assists, only one turnover, too. It was one of his best games of the year. But I'm um, sticking with the Nuggets. Um, like we said, Barton's good. I'm not, I'm fine. I, I don't even think, you know, we've seen Jokic does this a lot. Like, he hasn't, as far as like your first round, second round players, excluding Miles Turner, but if like you're drafting today, you're still taking Jokic in the top 15 picks. He is probably more slump prone than the other guys that you take in that neighborhood, I would say, which is probably because of his coach.
2: Yeah, to some extent that. And also, the ball goes through him a lot. So I'd like to see him get the attempts back up. That's the only real lingering concern that I have is that. He had attempted single-digit shots twice in the previous, I think, six weeks. Now he's attempted single-digit shots in four straight games. So that's the only trend that actually really worries me. Yeah,
1: and they've they've mentioned, like, when Jokic was hot, they talked about their whole free-flowing offense where they weren't calling as much plays. So you're kind of hoisted by your own petard. You know, it's like you're giving him all this freedom, and he's screwing up with it, you know, like, what are you going to do?
2: Yeah, I mean, he. Yeah, and he had. For, there was one stretch there where he averaged um, five turnovers a game for five straight games. From just before the break, when he had eight turnovers in a game versus the Bucks, and then he averaged uh, four turnovers in over four games after the break. So, yeah, there's some some issues that need to get sorted out. But overall, I agree with you. I think if you draft today, he's still top twenty, top fifteen. So,
1: um, my boy Jamal Murray's also been kind of cold. Um, are you a little bit more worried about it? He had a really bad game yesterday. Six points, one block, nothing else with a three. Um, he's been kind of just okay. Usage is down a little bit. But his steals have been okay. His assists have been decent at around four lately. So uh, I, th- I still think he's okay. He's still going to be kind of 15 points and you know a little other stuff mixed in, mixed in along the way with close to two threes.
2: Yeah, I think if you've owned him this season, then you're probably not batting an eye because you've seen this before over and over again where he has a lull, then he gets red hot and drops 30 points. Then he has a little lull, then he gets hot. So, yeah, I think this is just another part of his uh, season-long cycle.
1: He's lost a couple late minutes, though. I mean, he didn't close on Saturday. They had Will Barton in his spot with Chandler out there as well. Um, So he probably might have a tough time hitting 30 minutes every night now. But, um, again, he's still fine. Like He's going to get close to 30 minutes per game, which is fine. You know, We always talk about not closing. We love guys that close and all that. But, um, you know, as long as you get your 30, you're, you're kind of good. Um, yeah, it kind of is what it is. Um, but you know who's been kind of better than I thought, I guess? That's Wilson Chandler. Um, kind of thought he would fall off. He had that really bad game on Friday, and we were kind of like alarm bells were ringing. I was like, oh he's going to drop. We're going to drop on. But the last two games, he's been really good.
2: Yeah, and I'm with you. Complete surprise. I didn't I didn't think he would keep this up. Um but he has demonstrated top one hundred fantasy upside and you know the Nuggets are playing a win, so um as long as he's efficient and he's he's getting minutes. You talk about getting your steady thirty, he's gotten that all but one game for the past uh you know, ten games. And Millsap's return I thought would really take a chunk out of him. Uh, but it hasn't, so as long as he's slotting in at small forward, I think that's a, a healthy spot for him.
1: Yep, definitely. Um, Mavericks-wise, mentioned DSJ. It's been kind of heating up, man. Love to see him getting hot. Yogi Ferrell benefited from Wesley Matthews not playing. And then another kind of big takeaway pickup-wise, deep league, one's Noel had a good game, 8-14, and blocking the steal. Um, showed a lot of good rapport with DSJ running high screen and rolls. Um, definitely his best game that I saw him play. I don't know if I'm going to add him for a guy that I was counting on, but I mean, you're looking at his last couple games, and there's a little bit to like. He had that two-block, two-steal game on Friday. He's not going to play 30 minutes a game. We know this, but he's the guy who's capable of producing in 20 minutes a game. So, again, interested, but not like aggressively adding.
2: Yeah, so, you know... I- I've always been an advocate of Noel's upside. Um, I'm with you. He looked good, but there's still those alarm bells are kind of there. He shot two of five from the line, had four fouls in 26 minutes. You know, he's going to have his ups and downs. Um, He's cutting into Dwight Powell's appeal a little bit. I think right now I'm still taking Powell. Um, But Hey, if you're just, gambling on sheer upside if you're sitting in first place and you got a bye week and you just want to swing for the fences and instead of Powell who's kind of a safe top one hundred type dude. Um if you want to go for it, pick up Noel and hope that they turn him loose and he averages twenty eight minutes the rest of the way, it's not the worst idea.
1: No, not at all. Um let's see, did they he hasn't played in a back to back yet, right? So he may still have a limitation on that front. But um yeah, um they're they're not no, it's something to think about. It's it's just it's tough. It's tough to say. He's been so bad all season. Yeah. Can Last. we
2: just just for a second talk about Dirk Nowitzki <laughs> and what is going on? He's the dude's missed one game all season. I think he's
1: been he's been unreal, man. Like yeah.
2: One, one game, he's filling it up. I mean, he's giving you blocks. He's getting occasional steals. The rebounds are steady. Like, what a surprise! If you drafted him, you have to be just over the moon.
0: Yeah,
1: he's playing with fifty, forty, ninety. His defensive stats are not not there. You know, they're kind of there. Two threes a game. Like sneaky, sneaky steal of a pick. We knew yeah. he was going to slide. We're like, all right, but I, I I can't do it. It's just not part of my brand. I want to take for good
2: reason. Team. He's thirty nine years old <laughs> on an
1: awful, <laughs> awful team. So this yeah. is... This is one of the bigger surprises of the season. For yeah, me. it really was. I mean, since he's been one of the best value picks for sure. Um, moving on to the Portland, Damian Lillards. Uh, another monster game from him. Uh, he's just so good right now. Um, they have four games next. They're off for a couple days and then four games next week. So if your playoffs start, that's huge to have Dame to start your playoffs. But um, nothing left to say. I and mean, the guy's just on fire. Yeah. Yeah, he's ridiculous. Anybody else? Um, Napier is kind of okay. He had two-block game the other day, a nice little back-to-back. But um, like I said like I said over the weekend, you know, stream Napier Monday, Tuesday, and then cut him pretty much. Um, that's kind of what I'm doing. Um, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm down with that like plan. Three leagues. Yeah.
2: I'd rather have him than Evan Turner, even though Turner's starting. Um, right. One thing that stood out is just another frustrating game from Nurkic. This guy, he can't get out of his own way with the yeah. fouls. uh, turning the ball over you know he had a strong game against the lakers with 16 16 three dimes and then he follows it up with another foul prone dud and it's he's infuriating he might be on my never again list frankly yeah i i don't think i'm drafting him
1: again ever i I i've never really been i was a nerd guy for like three months (laughs) and i love him but now
2: i just i can't do it man I gambled on him in, a, I think, two leagues this year, and it hasn't gone well.
1: <laughs> but Yeah, Ed Davis keeps taking his minutes, man. He comes in there and just cleans up on the glass, plays well defensively, keeps his fouls down.
2: Yeah, not a bad pickup. That's the guy who's, who's popping up on my post-break outlier uh, analysis. His rebounds, his blocks, his field goal percentage, tough things to find on the wire, and he's giving you all three.
1: Yep. Consistently playing, too. He's been pretty much hitting 20 minutes, kind of night in, night out. And then, yeah, you mentioned the ball. Let me see what, they're, I forget what their back-to-backs look like. So they go... Oh, wow, their schedule is weird next week. So they go Monday off, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then they go Thursday, Saturday, Sunday. Wow. So wow. if you're streaming right there, picking up on Thursday, playing them three games in the last four days of your week is huge.
2: Yeah. And if you're in a very deep league, I'll... I'll throw out Zach Collins as someone to at least keep an eye on Because with Nurk constantly in foul trouble And struggling some nights Collins has quietly played 28 minutes Versus the Thunder He played 23 minutes uh, Versus the Knicks last night Had 10 rebounds um, You know, it's not going to be pretty But like I said, deep leagues At least worth watching
1: Yeah, he had some big closing minutes um, Against OKC Like he had Yeah, he was terrific a Yeah, big block on Westbrook, I think And looks good Um, Knicks-wise, man, we've always said this Knicks point guard thing is going to be a total nightmare, and we sold it short. Um, Emmanuel Moutier, 26 minutes, one nine from the field, six turnovers for three points. So you're talking about 15 possessions for three points. Uh, That Mm -hmm. is unbelievably bad. I I mean, we always said, look, I call him Winnie Westbrook. Usage is going to be there. He's going to give you decent assists, maybe boards a little bit. But he's going to turn the ball over a lot. He's going to shoot like garbage. Uh, do you even want to deal with this, man? I, don't, I have him in one league, and I'm just waiting to cut him.
2: No, I'm not even sure. Yeah. You know, usually we throw the caveat like, well, but in points leagues, maybe. But yeah, even in points leagues, I'm not sure. He had more turnovers than assists, 6-4 six, six to four last night. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, the Knicks are going to let him play through his struggles, but that's not a good thing for <laughs> fantasy owners. Uh, the Knicks' three point cards last night, a combined five of, what is it, 27 or something? Just horrible. Um, I don't want any part of Moutier. I'm not into Frank. I'm not into Trey Burke, who I kept waiting for the other shoe to drop on his field goal percentage. And this is a guy who's shot under 40% for his career. And he was surging in the past five games. I thought, no way he keeps this up. Yeah. La- last night he goes two of twelve from the field, oh of four from the line. Ugh, no. I want nothing to do with them. I don't want Beasley. Forget O'Quinn with his up and down production. Yeah. Man, the Knicks the Knicks are hideous. Yeah, cash out.
1: Cash out all pretty much all your Knicks besides Cantor. Tim Hardaway Jr.'s fine, obviously. Yeah, it's, it's, uh,
2: yeah.
1: Yeah, he's been heating up. Beasley's fine, but after that, man, I don't want to mess with this stuff right now.
2: The, the, the Luke Cornett dream was short-lived. Yeah. Well, it'll probably <laughs> be back at some point, man. Yeah, it wouldn't but, surprise me if they just play him until he fouls out a couple of games. Yeah. Um, yeah, okay, so moving
1: on. Anything else you want to add there? I don't think so. Nah, it's fine.
2: Uh, I guess kind of the, the main
1: game of the day was Houston winning again. Like, What is there to say? I don't really know
2: yeah no they're <laughs> beasts, uh yeah Eric Gordon's thoroughly mediocre in his bench roll after that red hot start this year. um we had
1: a big game on Saturday against Boston, we had a game high twenty nine besides that he's been kind of just
2: back, yeah, uh yeah, I don't know, I mean, Ryan Anderson's absence isn't throwing him off. They did such a good job this year, retooling with with Bob mute p j Tucker, those just critical pieces to throw in their versatile defenders can check the perimeter. Uh, hit threes i mean they they got it going they definitely check yeah check
1: all the boxes for things that they want for role players you don't need yeah. scoring anymore with that team yeah um yeah i mean we know the deal with okc like their four best players are good and then after that nobody matters <laughs> pretty yeah. much yeah so.
2: it's kind of a, a case study in usage because well, I mean, we we talk all the time about how important usage is for overall fantasy value and so forth. And when you've got guys like Westbrook, Paul George, Carmelo just sucking up usage, you either have to be extraordinarily efficient, like Steven Adams, and lead lead the lead in, uh, in offensive rebounds and up there in field goal percentage, or you're just an also ran. Yep. And um,
1: or or add other stuff besides scoring like that. And that's the thing. Like he adds defense and yeah. he shoots the ball well too. So. Um, last game I want to talk about is the Nets and the Warriors. Uh, Warriors, by the way, have a back-to-back coming up on Thursday, Friday, which is not like your usual time uh, because like I have Andre Iguodala sitting out in the waiver wire in one of my leagues, and I'm a little bit reluctant. Like, had I had he been like a 26-year-old Andre Iguodala, I would definitely add him, but it feels like he has a very high likelihood to rest a game, um, so keep an eye on that. Jordan Bell still dinged up, so you really can't trust him on the back-to-back. But um, Curry's hot again, not that that ankle injury we saw over the weekend was a concern. But, yeah, the Warriors are kind of the same thing as the Rockets. Like, they got their studs, and then it's kind of just a mess after that. Although McGee had a good game yesterday.
2: Yeah, and I'll say for all the hand-wringing that owners have had throughout the year about will they rest, guys, um, I think, you know, a couple months ago, Steve Kerr said explicitly we're going to rest. I think it was in reference to Draymond Green, but it might have been a more generic our veterans kind of thing down the stretch um, but hey with the Rockets half a game ahead of them for the top seed in the West I don't think I don't think we're gonna see rest until maybe week 25 26 I feel like they may rest guys in this coming back to back you think uh, the key guys like Durant Curry Dre? Con- like, yeah I think
1: Curry okay. coming off an ankle injury I mean but look, look at this guy they play San Antonio Thursday. At Portland Friday and then at Minnesota Sunday, so. Hey, at least
2: it's not like Spurs Suns and then they could just rest everyone against the Suns. Yeah, well, that those, asked, those are at least two games they have. You know, they're going to be pushed to win a little. They
1: have a back to back coming up next weekend, Friday Saturday, uh, at Phoenix uh, on Uh-oh. St Patrick's Day. So <laughs> that sounds like a rest fest. Yeah, um, yeah I, there. I, I'm not quite. As sold that they're not going to rest, guys. Cause I don't really think Golden State cares that much about home court. Like I don't know. I feel like the priority number one for them is to make sure their team's healthy.
2: Yeah, I, I mean I, I agree with that. I just think if it's as long as it's within grasp and one game, you know, potentially one win makes the difference. Yeah. At least that'll sway their thinking a little bit. And then they don't have they're they have a back to back on March 31st, and then those two back
1: to backs I mentioned. That's it. So, like, this is kind of their last one of their last two chance, last two or three chances to see yeah. guys. Actually, oh, see, I, I misspoke, excuse me. They have another back to back Sunday uh, at Phoenix. <laughs> uh, April 7th uh, against New Orleans, and then April 8th at Phoenix. So, like. Yeah, okay. So that. That, <laughs> that one's a yeah. That's not good. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that one. Sorry about that. Um, uh, Nets wise We don't need to talk about the Warriors Uh, Jared Allen's minutes are down But against the Warriors Kind of expected Uh, I'm still fine I still love him Um, Ronda Health Jefferson Kind of fine off the bench His usage has been okay Defensive stats haven't really been there I'm still kind of encouraged He hasn't really been hot But um, he has a role He's playing minutes at the 3 and the 4 now So he's fine there um, and then Karis Levert's kind of heated up a little bit. Alan Crabb finally had a bad game. He's been kind of hot. And then also D'Angelo Russell had a terrific, uh, terrific game.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with uh, Levert and RHJ, both healthy now. I like them both as pickups down the stretch. I mean, high upside guys, young guys. And I'm I, i I'm shocked, I will say, that the Nets are still playing Demari Carroll as much as they are. He's the oldest player in the team. He edges out Mozgov by, like, I think a couple weeks um, and he's, his usage is through the roof that the guys, you know, he took a team high 19 shots against the Warriors last night. Um, he's had double digit shots in every game for the past, or maybe except for a couple over the past month. And he's hot. He's shooting really, really well, draining threes. I mean, he had six three pointers on Sunday, uh, chipping in some steals, solid rebounds, this is a guy I'm. I'm. I'll ride until the wheels fall off.
1: Yeah, it feels like they're gonna though, right? Like we. I'm the same oh, way. Oh, absolutely.
2: As, like, I'm. I'm so skeptical. I just at a certain point you gotta suspend your disbelief and just go with it. Yeah, and they're playing Dante Cunningham pretty good minutes. Pretty. He's given them decent minutes too. Not so much yesterday.
1: But you think like that's five. gonna
2: end though? Do you think at some point they shut down Carol Cunningham? I feel Ace, like it, ha- 20, it has to, right?
1: Like yeah. I mean, we know they don't have a draft pick, so it doesn't really behoove them to, to tank, but let me see what their back-to-backs look like.
2: They Even if they cut Carroll to 22, 24 minutes a game and feed that to RHJ, I don't see why they wouldn't do that eventually. Yeah, you would think so.
1: They have um, another next weekend, Friday, Saturday, back-to-back. I think, um, yeah, that's Saturday on St. Patrick's Day. Is, there's a lot of games that day. Uh, and then... Another uh, March thirty first, April first, back to back. That's kind of it. So then I have a couple more. Yeah. Well, That's good.
2: All right. Anything else? Uh, no. I think that's. Is that the last game that is that, that is? We to yeah. About? We 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 led with Anthony Davis. Oh, nice. How, so, how could you not? He's insane, man. But.
1: Um, yep. Yeah. Lots that we talked about the injury news. Keep an eye on that. Nothing else too too much going on.
2: Anthony Davis, man, as I said for this column, I'm looking at post-break production. He is straight lapping the field. It yeah, is, he literally is. Ridiculous. Lapping. Yeah, yeah.
1: Like, like I would mentioned with Tommy, uh, if you look at Basketball Monster and they did a the calculation for how much value he has, he's like doubling people.
2: Everyone. <laughs> yeah, it's bizarre. It's,
1: uh, it's unfair. Just the defensive stats are just making so, so Good dumb. times
2: if you own them. For
1: sure. All right, so we're out of here on that. You guys enjoy your light Wednesday, kind of light weekend of hoops, a uh, nice even weekend coming up. So you guys enjoyed that? Thanks for coming on. Right.
2: You got it, Mike.
0: Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh,